Starburst Radio is sponsored by Arrow Films. Check out the latest releases on arrow.co.uk. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes. And villains. And aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. The event horizon of Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fam Radio International. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. Did you hear that bit, that big booming noise then? Yeah. That's because the uh, the news channel was left on. Uh, which go. clown did that? That was me. <laughs> that was me from a minute ago, literally. But there you go. I was trying to get the the mood set with that. You won't hear the music if you're listening on podcast. But yeah. I was trying. I tried to. Will they hear the big booming thing? They probably. They might. Depends if I edit it out or not. And then yeah. I might even edit this out. Yeah. And then begin <laughs> like here from now. Welcome to Star Wars Radio at FabRadioInternational.com. <laughs> it's going well. With me, Mike Royce, and Mr. Martin Unsworth. Hello. And we're the editors of Starburst Magazine. And we're sorry we weren't here last week. We'll come up with some excuse at some point. Yeah, no, probably not. But there was a good reason. There was a very good reason. And yeah. we're, but were, we're here now. Reasons, maybe. Yeah. But there we are. We're, but we're here. We're here. And anybody who's tuning in for the first time, it's the official radio show. Of Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. And we cover everything that's weird and wonderful. And TV, radio, podcasts, films, them little things. Um, Video games, books, games. Comics. Comics. Is there anything else? Card games. Card games. Board games. I did board games. Oh, did you? just did that. Well, all all that stuff. More board games. Yeah, all that stuff. Seriously. Top Trumps. Is it Top Trumps, yeah. Oh, I've got a load of Top Trumps. Mm. Yeah. Lurid Trumps are good. Yeah. If anybody's listening in, they've got a pack of them. They're very good. Yeah. All mm. the video nasty ones. Hmm. So, where are we? Well, I mean, I'm having that bad of time that I've actually just taken actual amount of satisfaction and pleasure from the fact I've just bought two plugs. <laughs> no, seriously, that's how bad it is. I was upstairs then just before we came down to do this show. Um, I just, you know, them plugs where you plug the um, the two prongs in, you know, for your, oh, for your shaver. Well, and then that, it yes. makes it into a normal plug that you uh, don't yeah, shave. So. I don't have a shaver. Yeah. So, because yeah. so, he's a rock 
rock god. I'm so. a scruffy bugger. He's a rock god. He, he's a, a rock radio presenter. You see, this is what they do. But yeah, I, I actually sat there and I just thought that's how sad my life is. I've just ordered two of them online. Are they ones that talk to you? No, they don't talk to you. They don't do anything. They were one pound ninety eight each. If I'd have bought four, I'd have got a fifth one free. Yeah. But I how much was the postage? Um, three. That's all right. That's one. Well, yeah, it's a bargain. That's what I mean. I got. I took some satisfaction from this. That's it. Anyway, that's the best thing that's happened today. Yeah, you could have gone to the pound shop and got one for a quid. No. And 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 if Gareth Armstrong is listening, who sent me an email saying that he wished we'd cover more of the stuff on the show that we actually say we're going to cover at the beginning of the show. I'll take that on advisement. I'll have a word with Martin and try and sort him out. We, we, he just, he, we, we he do just goes best. off topic all the time. Yeah. I can't, can't, get like him, can't get him reined in <laughs> at all. As for me, I'm there. I'm, I've yeah, got it ready. Slick. Yeah, of course I am. So, what can I say? Right, we got a new segment, a cheeky little segment, um, starting after the next break. That'll be something to look forward to. We're going to talk about... Uh, some upcoming movies. We've got lots of stuff. Um, how's Deadpool done at the box office? Uh, there's some surprising information there. Yep. And lots of other stuff. And a, a surprise sort of sequel that got leaked on Twitter. Yeah. That's to look forward to. Yeah. But in the meantime, what's everybody been watching on TV? What's everybody been doing at the movies? What What have you been doing? What have you been watching? Is there well, anything new floating your boat? And if there is... Studio at fabradiointernational.com and Twitter. Starburst underscore mag. There we go. And they, they should have all gone out and bought the latest issue of the magazine as well. We were just about to get onto that. No time like the present. Yes. Issue number 423. True. We're working on 423. I yeah. was just working on it in the office. This is for I do this Every it's, month, it's, it's difficult. Forever, I've I, done that. I don't remember what month it is either. So I know it's we're so know far it's in advance. It's because March. I'm looking forward to March to seeing Daredevil. You see, and right, I know yeah, it's not yeah. March. And I also know that something else gets released on the first of March that I was just thinking about, and now I've forgotten. All right, that's helpful, isn't it? It so, is very. Helpful, so we all know what's going on. So that is the situation. Yeah. So the we four hundred and twenty two. And yeah. I said it so precisely as well, factually, didn't I? Like four hundred and twenty three. No. Four twenty two. What's what's coming up? It's uh mainly uh, Batman versus Superman in it. Mm. Uh, two covers as usual. Yeah, that's the big one. And but, we got a lovely cover by Mark Rahal. Which is fantastic, yeah. And content wise, yeah, we're dealing with Batman. Versus Superman preview, and I've forgotten everything else that's in the magazine. There's tons of stuff. There's the High Rise, the new Ben mm. Wheatley film. Yep. Um, the film poster for that just came out. I think it's ace. There's, there's about three or four that have come out on over several months, and they've all been stunning. Yeah, this one's particularly arty and, yeah. and, and cool. It's got that, that, like you said when I was talking about it, it's like the White Stripes yeah. video. And it's just, it's ace anyway. It seems to sort of fold into itself. Yeah, I, I yeah. love that poster. And you don't get many classic 
film posters when they come out that you look at and go, oh, that's going to be a classic, that. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the posters. first one that's actually got any characters on it because the rest have, have yeah. been the building. The, the building has been the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that old chestnut, eh? <laughs> um, I, I just think film posters are the best type of artwork. Especially classic film posters. Yeah, Nowadays, they're a so. bit lame. They're just photoshopped together. And... Well, they are. They, they're just rubbish, aren't they? And, and usually the stars on the front of it have been airbrushed and photoshopped and yeah. whatever. I, I mean, at least when you were looking at Drew Struzan's artwork, you knew they didn't look that good. No. But it's all right because it's Drew Struzan that's just made them look like that. And it that. was just a conglomeration of a load of different scenes all Absolutely. put together. And yeah. You yeah. knew what you were going to... It was like a trailer on a poster. Yeah, that's it. Which is what it should be. So, I'm in there in It's Only a Movie. Yeah. It's not... It's all right. I'm sort of looking... I'm sort of moaning again, though. I'm, I'm not really moaning. I'm going on about... Um, going on about The Hateful Eight. And I wouldn't say I took a hatchet to it but it's the first sort of Tarantino movie where I've not sort of gushed a bit and said what a marvellous work of art it is and um, you know it's just sad I just I would like to have liked it a little bit more but you'll find out what problems I have with it if you read the, yeah. the mag and the Go mag out is out. the mag's out now everywhere you should have seen it in fact can I just I will let you in on a little secret you probably got access to it before we did yeah because our copies went missing that were on the way to the office here yeah I think someone must have sniffled them I know it's no good is it but don't, but don't worry yours all went out yeah you, you subscribers yeah, subscribers. What yep. we can ask as well, though, is if anybody buys it from WH Smith, mm. do you have the security tag on it? I didn't even know about this because thing. I saw one at the uh, at the station the other day, mm. and it had the little plastic security tag on the front, which upset me a little bit. It's really it, crap. I think that's going to really devalue rubbish. it. Well, it's it's people that buy movie mags of all things, movie mags definitely they tend to collect them they tend to do that and i make no bones about it i i've done our mag with the cut the the description on the spine and the different colors logos on the side of the spine and the the number very prominent on the spine i've done that so that people that do like collecting things like that have got something collectible they can put on the shelf yeah. and i know people do think like that and especially in this country more than the, yeah. the states this is the world of the um, what can I say? Uh, what, what bloody? Um, we like to hoard. Yeah, the, the, the those different sets that go out. Who is it? Not Figurine Panini. Bloody, where it's what's it? Guns and killing people in forty-seven parts. And yeah, you get yeah, one yeah. bit of a, the, the a model of a gun things, and yeah, all yeah. that. Yeah, we we're you know we're the big country that do does that. You know, yeah, like yeah. the unexplained back in the day. Oh yeah, that yeah, used yeah, to come yeah, out. yeah. Let's see. So much in our universe just cannot be explained, but just cannot be ignored. Events and phenomena, past and present, defy so-called rational explanation. How much do we really know, and how much are we allowed to know? Now, week by week, a new publication examines new evidence and explores the theories. The Unexplained at Newsagents Now. Demonics has just mm. tweeted saying he's still waiting for his copy of the mag and uh, he thinks the post he reads it before he gets to it. That's not good. 
That's really bad, that, actually. We, we will chase that one up. Well, if he if he can possibly... Oh, can you hear this yeah. feedback I'm getting this week? It's terrible, isn't it? And it, that is not on, by the way, that. Yeah. So I'll have a look at that later. Um, no, I'm not quite sure why... Uh, why that, oh, my word. This is terrible this week, isn't it? Don't know what it is. I'll turn mine down a little bit. There we go. That should be a little bit better. Yeah, right. How are we now? It's still... Is it, it's... Hmm. Have you tried turning the monitor down? Um, how's that? Yeah. I think, yeah, that's... that's We've stopped the booming a little we bit there. We certainly have, yeah. I'll turn mine back up again. Sorry about all this. You know, it would be nice not to be doing these technical things while we're actually on air live, wouldn't it? But it wouldn't be the same show otherwise, would it? Well, so, true. But, yeah, if Demonix wants to email in... That would be appreciated because we need to know if something like that's happening. Because if, if any of the subscriptions have been delayed or there's any problems, we can find out. And more importantly, we can make sure it doesn't happen again, can't we? Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's something we take very seriously, and uh, mm. and we don't like it happening. No, we certainly don't. Uh, well, I know what it's like when I'm waiting for something and you're waiting for it to land on the mat. And it's it's all very exciting, like when how I'm uh, all excited about getting these plugs delivered. Yeah, you know, imagine my face when they arrive, eh? That's uh, it's going to be amazing, isn't it? I think that's eh? going to be a good, you'll be springing into the office, won't you? Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, well, that's the new issue. It's out there. Please, please uh, try to catch up with it if absolutely. you haven't already. And if you're new to the show, we've got a magazine called Starburst. It's in the news agents. Go and get it and see what you think. And if you don't like it, just buy it anyway. Yeah, because I mean, it helps us. <laughs> and it helps everybody else. Yeah. So also coming up in the next section, I'll tell everybody about where we're up to with the Starburst International Film Festival as well, because that is reaching a very important point this week where within the next couple of shows we'll be able to make an official announcement about the venue, about exactly where and when it's going to be on. I can give you the when. Uh, today but it's it, the the venue that we're trying to get is extremely good and if we do get it it will make sure that everybody has a fantastic weekend yeah in bank holiday yeah it's going to be fab august bank holiday Literally. so have we got any quick news before we go to break uh i don't know the, a quick one a quick in a, and out a quick in and out oh pacific rim 2's got its director funny though isn't it because this thing it came out everyone said it was crap everyone mm. then then i went to see it and i thought this isn't that crap actually i quite enjoyed it it was fun and the 3d was good and i like the big monsters batting each other with massive things and all the rest of it i didn't get all the hate for it i, I wouldn't say it's one of the movies that i'm gagging to put on when I get home, you know what I mean? And I, when people come round, it's not one that I go, you've got to see Pacific Rim. But I did enjoy it. And Idris Elba and his over-the-top speeches and all that nonsense, It was I thought it wasn't too bad. Um, yeah, it, it was fun, but, but the sequel feels, um, even though I, did, I didn't think it was as bad as everyone thought, it still feels like this sequel feels more like um, Two Fingers Up or something. Yeah. Do you know, it, it feels more like, yeah, we're doing one because there was a lot of you that said it was crap, so we're making another. 
it's just to wind people up. Yeah, because I don't see the zeitgeist for it. That's why I don't the, see the need that people are going. Oh, I want, I want this film. I mean, what did it take? Four hundred odd um, thousand dollars. Sorry, four hundred million dollars or took whatever. A, a fair bit, but you know, it was incompetent was not... tonight. I can't even say four hundred thousand. Yeah, they wouldn't be doing a sequel if it had took four hundred thousand. Four hundred million, I think, or something like that. It's a, it wasn't like Marvel the avengers money you know it wasn't no. it wasn't massive but it was many it was a few times its budget it took yeah yeah so it was a hit to them which is why they they're quite happy to green like these things but yeah but i don't i don't bump into people going whoa that pacific when's that sequel out hey it's the same with godzilla i mean you, you'd have thought if Godzilla would have done well, people would have wanted another Pacific Rim, and because yeah. it's a similar sort of thing. Yeah, no. it, so but I don't think that did that well, did it? No, I mean that was that, that again was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was okay, it was all right, but it still wasn't. It didn't feel like no classic Godzilla. It certainly felt more like it than the the '96 one, was it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I quite enjoyed that. Though. That was fun monster movie ending yeah. with the uh, the egg opening yeah crack. oh it might be all happening again oh dear me is it, it indeed yeah it just needed doug mcclough but he'd passed on by yeah them. that's uh about it isn't it but the guy that they've chosen stephen s d knight he's only directed stuff like smallville and daredevil and tv stuff now daredevil is quite cinematic in, yeah in the way it it is so maybe he's not a bad choice but yeah he's he's, he's not done a movie and they're giving him, you that, know, what's quite... this budget's going to be 200 mil, isn't it, or something? 100 uh, it mil, might, it... 150 mil. Anything it's less than that, it's not going to look as good, is yeah, it? Yeah, so, so it's quite, yeah, it's not bad for him, is it? Hey, on his LinkedIn profile. Oh, yeah, let's not get started on that one. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I know. Being hassled on LinkedIn. It, not really, it, it's via LinkedIn. With, yeah. um, it's not robotic. No, no. This this on the last episode of this show, somebody emailed in, or was it on Twitter, and said yeah. that he, Roy Batty from Blade Runner is on is on um, LinkedIn, and I, and we saw it, and it was a full on profile. Mm. Then the next day, or was it the next day? Or I it think was during it was, the night, wasn't it? It yeah. was, yeah, yeah. He gets he turns up on Twitter, and then he he follows me on Twitter. This Roy Batty. And then he starts saying, then he sent that weird message about you need more connections, you do. And all this weird stuff. I don't like it. It's creepy. It did. It creeped you out a bit. It didn't did it? creep me out quite a bit because it's done very straight faced. It's not obviously, it's not like some joke. It's done like really serious. And the LinkedIn profile looks right as well. It looks like he does work for the Tyrell Corporation. It's all been done right. And then he's sending me creepy little messages. On, and if you are listening, Roy Batty, I'm sorry. I, I know you may be not intending them to be creepy, but I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not used to that. Really. And, and you're used to some creepy things. I have had some creepy I'm having other creepy things. Like I said, on LinkedIn, this thing started two, three days ago. Some weird guy sent me links to all this information about government conspiracies and and proper information about alien technology and the fact that Tesla was uh, an alien indoctrinee. He'd been abducted and given alien knowledge, and that's where he got all these ideas to do the technology. So I thought nothing of it. And then all of a sudden, 
all of a sudden I get somebody else then. I'm suddenly in the middle of this list and this list has gone worse and worse and worse as more people have got fed up with this guy freaking him out with all this weird crap. And the guy sent... He first of all sent me a thing saying, listen, I don't want to be um, causing you any problems. I'm just giving you some information. And and just to put your mind at rest, I want to make friends with our alien allies Mm. and not fight them i know they're here and i want to work with them because i think they're helping society and he's doing it very matter of fact and then some other guys now are all going on going can you please sort of go away you weirdo but i'm getting their messages via my thread yeah and i'm getting my inbox is filling up with all this crap from from not only the weirdo and his friends who are weirder than him who, who are going on about UFOs and going on about stuff and, and they're actually correcting what's wrong with some of the stuff that's going on in this new series of the X-Files. Yeah. That's, that's very interesting, the way they're, they're doing that. Then the other guys who are giving him grief, I'm, I've got to wade through all that as well and I don't know how to turn it off. Yeah, I'm not uh, so, massively up on that myself. I'm going to bet on LinkedIn tonight, and I'm going to look up through the settings. I'm going to go and do some searching. I'm going to learn that inside out. It's because I'm not on it that much. I, I use it just because I need it. Because if someone's got advertising or they've got something, they want to do something for the mag, they come via LinkedIn. Mm. That's how they find you. Sooner and find me on there than on something personal like Facebook. Then you've got to add them on there, and they're seeing loads of pictures of you dicking about. Yeah, and then you're trying to go, can I have, have twenty? 20 grand's worth of advertising please and there's a picture of me doing tentacle tuesday it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't work that well does it so linkedin's good but i i because i don't use it actively to get jobs and stuff like people do i don't know how to turn this crap off so no. i've got to learn it tonight because this guy has gone and f- absolutely ballsed everything up for me with this it's, uh, yeah, it's, an odd, it's an odd one really linkedin yeah, I don't really get it. So. I know, but I have the same thing on Facebook. When when Phil in the office, he he, he once group group messaged me on Facebook, and now every time he's gotten on and he's taught, he does the same group message to some people, and it's always about some night out in the village or something. Yeah, and then you've yeah. got all these young lads talking about going to the saunas and all this stuff, and all this is popping up on my phone every five minutes while I'm in in the car, and I've got this massive massive 17 way conversation going on on the phone that I, ca- I can't actually get to my own text messages anyway that's enough for that I'm just saying I I, I think there's a I way of removing this. yourself from that on Facebook yeah but... I've got to find that and all you know anyway sorry it's just there's my tech issues for the week I guess we it's time for a break now I think so and then we'll go back we've got some emails that have come in and we have actually got some really good news they say we'll come back with our new segment and we'll go on about the film festival as well it's all going to be good and it's uh, and, and it's all going to be technically sort of kind of accurate at the same time this is Professor Elemental And I'm not reading a book on taxidermy or some kind of new unholy ritual. I'm reading Starburst magazine. It's lovely. Starburst Radio. Hang out with the editors of the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. till 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, Planet of the Rani. She's a tyrant. But she's a prisoner here, yes? 
death to the Rani on the walls. Well, someone's been having a riot. Well, she is still here. <laughs> Not out on the loose, causing your own inimitable brand of mayhem across the galaxy. And that woman, she was there. The Rani. Next you'll be telling me she's completely reformed. Where is she? What are you doing here? Where's the doctor? Ah. I insist you take us to him now. No. And the Rani, wherever she is. Surely you haven't let her go. Don't fret, Doctor. I'm still here. Big finish. We love stories. Across the world. 24 hours a day. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. That was good. Yeah, it's good. So, sort of, uh, it's a step up from Pan Pipes, wasn't it? Yep. And we've had uh, Demonics come back on. Oh, yeah. And uh, he says, actually, my mag could be missing as my sub ran out in Feb. Dough. Oh. But, that, might be, that might be right. But But you should have received a letter. And we will get onto that. Yeah, we definitely will. Because they are, they're supposed to send letters out about that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And emails. Yeah. And this is quite new, to be honest, what we're doing at the moment, because it's out of... They used to be in-house, our subs, yeah. and they're dealt with out, out of house with our distributors who take care of the mags going to the shops and everything. So it's all new stuff. So, so teething problems may occur from time to time. Yeah, and we but we're, we're very keen to sort of sort them out as they happen. Absolutely. So thank you for letting us know. Absolutely. So here's a here's a nice new segment before we go into the emails. Yeah. So yeah. I'll just get ready for this now. This is good. And if I can just get the... Uh, have we got a jingle? Stuff. Yeah, we have got a jingle. Wait a minute. How's that? Wait a second. Up a bit more. Yeah. It's my new segment about that balland. Yeah. It's called Where's Camzy? Yeah, oh. Right? And it's all about Cameron Kamikuran, who I consider to be a ballad in my own personal opinion. And what it is, I want to bring everyone up to date on social media what he's been up to, yeah? yeah? Because he's he's out and about and doing stuff. Well, tonight he's off to see the Channel 4 show, The Aliens. And he says, I'm excited for this one. So there you go. He's also getting himself all excited about the train spotting 20th anniversary and he refers to the BBC's new comedy show Stag as Bullingdon Club meets the Revenant yeah that doesn't sound like much comedy to me uh, um, sounds like something that you know we're getting used to with this yeah. government yeah um, his actual GP told him that reincarna- reincarnation is a fact this week well let's hope he doesn't come back after he's dead. Um, <laughs> just discovered that he's just discovered that REM have split up five years ago. He's, he works on the news department, yeah. doesn't he? And he's decided yeah. that Daniel Craig has signed up to the US drama Purity, so he's definitely quit Bond. That's it. So oh, he's dumb. decided he's going to take it over, and he's given us a list: Tom Hardy, Idris Elba, Henry Cavill, Aidan Turner from Paul Dark, John Boyega, Tom Hiddleston. Ewan McGregor, Emily Blunt, Alan Carr, and Ross Kemp. Yeah, there I think I think Carr's got the shoe in, doesn't yeah. he? 
Oh, and he's also bought the Horrible Histories Bill DVD as well, and he's a bit bit excited about that. But absolutely raving about Beauty and the Beast Lego. Now make of that what you will. But you can only make Beauty and the Beast stuff. Kind of it, really, yeah. yeah. And also, it's not exactly a a, a, a manly purchase, is it? If you get not unless he's going to keep it in the box as a collectible. I think that's he's very, keeping that's it. very manly. What do you say? Keeping it in the closet, uh, the box. Sorry, sorry. I missed yeah, it. in there. Right. Anyway, well, there that's, you go. Nice little bed, that. It was, yeah. It was nice. So you know, there, there's the first of, of, of where's Camsey, and every now and again, I'll bring you up to date with what he's been up to, and if he's had any cheeky adventures and stuff, and you can. Uh, Find him on Twitter, Cameron K. McEwen. Maybe you should send him that Exorcist book. I, sh- I should, shouldn't I? I, I? It'll come in handy for him, the book that I was discussing on the last episode of the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah my he believes word. in reincarnation and yeah, all that. Yeah, he does. Oh, God, though, like I say, let's hope that's, like, oh, that's not right, because you never know, he might be back again. Oh, God, Run yeah. him over and then he, he's back. He's back Well, somebody, somebody might run him over. Yeah, someone might. But, you know. Oh dear. Right. So that's that out of the way. Let's do the emails. Yeah. Oh, clicked on the wrong one then. There we go. James says, Good evening, Mike and Martin. Good evening. We spoke on numerous occasions about this show and your station in general. I have just escaped the Brit Awards on TV to tune in. I should hope so because nothing happens on there. Do they still do that? Yeah, do they, they still do. And it's the same thing. Somebody offends somebody. Somebody's wearing some stupid clothing that gets criticised, and, and there's some musicians that no one really cares about. On well, that's, oh, that's, so, that's I'm doing that thing with the fingers. That's the musicians. Thing. That's the whole show. That one. What can I say? Yeah, the message again of thank you for providing me with some sanity, and now you have Hayden from Live Leak. Please never sell out to the mainstream. I don't think there's any Jeff. <laughs> I don't think the mainstream would buy. To be honest, I don't think they would bite what we were. Uh, putting it in the water I think half of Brighton must now listen to this amazing project you have created again congrats keep it up independent keep it independent he says James that's great well we will we'll keep it independent and we'll keep it up as well well only because we've tried to sell it and no one wants it (laughs) I'm only joking no we want it this way it's it's a little rough around the edges but some people seem to like it Uh, Kaz says it's back it's back and loving it guess what she's talking about it's not us. Oh. Better call Saul. No one gets excited about us being back. Yeah. Um, what's it? Uh, Denge thinks that you sound like you're uh, a bit drugged up and half asleep. Oh, really? Um, I think I'm not going to go into the actual words that he says. But, <laughs> but um, Mike the Cock Coldwell says, best thing about the Hateful Eight for me was Kurt Russell, who's having a bit of a career resurgence, bring back Snake Plissken. But I was genuinely bored by the Hateful Eight. Tarantino keeps dealing the same old cards. Yeah, I don't know what it was about it. It, it, I say more about it in the column, and I go into depth on some of the things that I think are wrong. It's hard to give a specific thing as to why it possibly wasn't as engaging with me as Inglorious Bastards, for example. Because I don't think... Like, some people have been of late thinking, oh, he's passed his sell by date, anything past... Kill Bill Part 1, it's the same old, same old. I disagree, I think some of it's been great after then. I mean, Django and, um, you know, Inglorious Bastards, I think they were they were great, them two. Yeah. I, I, but I don't know, there was something, it could be the pacing, 
It could be I don't know what it is, but I did. But I did. Uh, I did like the soundtrack. I did like some of the cinematography. But I say it. I, the thing that I do comment on it. I will give one thing away. I say I, I don't get this massive seventy mil experimentation by, by Tarantino, who decides seventy mil because he's got he's into fetish cinema. Yeah, I mean no doubt about that. He likes cinema that is. It's a certain type of 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 thing, like he did his Grindhouse, um, and that was uh, that Grindhouse movie, which was two movies with loads of special film trailers and yeah. all the rest of it. That that was a box office disaster for him, uh, but a load of people loved it. But it was fetish cinema. It was it was delivering a, not a standard film, but a film of a certain type and in a clever way there's something clever about it is trying to recapture an era that some people are too young to even know about and I think the, the problem with the Grindhouse especially is this that the Grindhouse films were that way by accident yeah. and when you start doing it deliberately and a lot of films started doing it at the time especially the low budget stuff yeah the the forced scratches and the, the scene missing bit and this yeah, that yeah. and the other mm. and it, and when it's with the modern technology, it doesn't work. No, uh, you don't. And also, in Europe, people didn't get it. No, because we never had it. Grindhouse cinemas. No, we didn't have it. We like had flea pits, but, we, yeah. you know, there were different things. Yeah, but you didn't have a... Uh, you wouldn't have a roll, uh, a reel of film missing. No. You wouldn't just skip from one reel to another. You would like, get You would get the occasional jump at mm. the reel changes where it's been damaged and they've had yeah. to chop a bit off. Yeah. And I always miss the cigarette burn. Yeah, they, they, those but things were, I, were great. I love them bits. But I don't... I, I mean, to actually restore some of that to new films and make them look like they, that, they, is, it's, that it's, is it's fetish too, cinema. It's far too contrived. And yeah, I know. I and think that's that, the that was the problem with them. But they were my, fun films, though. Yeah, but. and he did a similar thing where I he wanted to do a 70mm version of, of, of The Hateful Eight. And of all the films that he's done, there are only two, in my opinion that don't lend themselves to that. Uh, one of them is Reservoir Dogs, and the other one is The Hateful Eight. Yeah. Because The Hateful Eight starts with a massive, beautiful vista, a snowy 1890s landscape, you know, or whatever. It, it just looks great, you know? And then within five minutes, you are in the confines of a carriage yeah. with all the main characters bunched up together, claustrophobically. You then arrive at many... Uh, What's it, Minis Haberdashery? Mm. And you're in there for the rest of the film, two and a half hours. Yeah, you're inside much. a tiny little cabin. And yeah, to you, me. You look at like 40 minutes at the beginning, where, where it's traveling but, but and, it's, not, and it's in and out of the not, carriage. It's not that much in and out of the carriage, you know. If you, de- if you worked it out, I bet you don't get 10 minutes of exterior shots. And, yeah. and, and it's, not, it's pretty shit way to waste 70 mil. Yeah, because seventy mil is all about. It was brought out all these widescreen cinemascopes, seventy mil. All that was all about capturing beautiful scenery, wasn't it? It was all yeah. about a grand landscape and a massive vista. And he goes and does it on one of the two films that he's done that that just they they that that mostly resemble a stage play. Yeah, you could do a stage play of Reservoir Dogs or The Hateful Eight. Without any difficulty, you, yeah, could. you wouldn't have to do yeah. any uh, yeah. rewriting. Have, yeah. you, have you ever seen the uh, unmasked version of Reservoir Dogs? No, because it was filmed in Super Thirty Five. Yeah, so they mask it off to the yeah, widescreen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
you you just see so much more underneath. Like mm. when they're giving the uh, the tips at the beginning around the yeah. table, mm. you can see all the faces and reactions. Oh right! Rather than just the hands coming up and I've never seen that giving the tips. I've never seen that. Is that actually available? If you can get the old VHS of it or something like that, the full frame version, yeah, basically. Yeah. Right. So anything that wasn't widescreen, the DVDs have always just so been you're saying released. that pan and pan and scan. It wasn't was, pan and scan. It wasn't you see. pan and scan. They really it, it, they filmed it in. Yeah, they just in, they just masked off yeah. the bits. So there's more def, there's more yeah, yeah. information mm. on the on the full frame version right. yeah. than there is on the widescreen version. Oh dear! You don't miss anything at the size like you would normally on a widescreen yeah, version. Yeah. No, I've not seen it. Yeah, I've not seen it's it. a bit. It's odd. I can't remember seeing it on um, tape either. Yeah. To be honest, it's, it's been that long. It, I, it, one of the first dodgy ones I had of his because but nobody could get hold of it. So from mid nineties though, pretty much everything that came out was end ending up. Um, Once DVD came out, yeah. everything was widescreen. It was, yeah. I and mean, same. You can see the change in TV shows. Like you'd be watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and about season six onwards, it's widescreen. Yeah. it's not. It's not. It's not know, four three. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, not. Yeah. And the, the four three was just you know. Uh, that, that's the, the sad thing, though, isn't it? When you're doing these box sets now, yeah, these shows are now. You you really want them to be the, a modern show like Buffy that's not 50 years old. You would say, oh, well, come, it's not. You know, yeah. why why did it take so long for television to catch on to 16.9 as the norm yeah. when when TVs were clearly being sold by the bucket loads that were that shape? Yeah, that's it, it's quite norm. annoying when you get people like BBC re- repeating Top of the Pops mm. and they stretch it to yeah, the 16 I can't stand it. Yeah. There's, no, yeah. there's no need in that. But, you know, yeah, you can you can readjust it with your TV, though. Yeah. Just saying. Anyway, so what else have we got to do then? Well, let's let's do... I'll, t- I'll chat quickly before we go to the news about this film festival and where we're up to with it. Basically, the last month we've been putting all the bits and bobs together and we've got a really 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 good venue and this venue would mean that there is accommodation literally on it it's it's uh, on a campus it's all in one you know there's a massive hall that the main screenings there will be other fringe events going on upstairs that the pass for the weekend it allows you just to come up and down and back and forth and do whatever you want. You can get day passes or you couldn't. You can just get, you will be able to get tickets to individual events. We'll have special events going on upstairs in, in other screening rooms. Mm-hmm. And it, at one point, they probably, when it's at its peak on the Saturday, because it's going to start on the uh, 26th, uh, Friday the 26th of August, and go through to Sunday the 28th of August. And what we're going to do, we're going to open with the opening ceremony. And then I thought we'd close with the opening ceremony, oh. and we'll, uh, we'll yeah we'll, have, we'll have do it the other uh, way around yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, we get we'll just get things kicked off on the Friday be it like an opening bash and then it starts with a vengeance on the Saturday and on the Saturday at one point you know there's probably going to be about four or five different things on at once so that you can go to whichever one appeals to you you will yep. get chance to see whatever you want to see that weekend because some of the things might be on more than once depending just in on case popular you don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah and you will it will be a great lineup. we promise you we get putting together a great lineup, and the film awards that are the centrepiece of this are going to take place on the Sunday evening and then it will be followed by the farewell bash that will go into the early hours and it's going to be very 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 cheap very cheap accommodation 
for people who want to come over and spend that weekend with us. So the the ticket, you might, I'm not going to put a figure on it now, but we're, yeah. a, we're negotiating a deal where we're hoping that you can come for three days, stay for three days, do the whole thing, stay over, watch everything, spend some time with us, and then go home. And it's going to cost no more than really if you just stayed in a hotel. Yeah. Um, and that's including the whole thing because it's going to be that subsidised, this event. Even the drinks on the site and everything, it's all going to be uh, subsidised. And it's going to be a really, really killer event. It's gonna, We're trying to do it so it's the one of the biggest events in Manchester of the year because Pride Weekend is one of, is the biggest weekend in Manchester's calendar and it's great to have it on there and yeah. you know we'll we'll hopefully get a lot of the readers down we'll get a lot of guests down we're getting people across that from uh, in coordination with some of the people we advertise with who are coming over there's there's going to be a lot going on and we'll make an announcement over the next couple of weeks about the venue we'll get say where it is and we'll also tell you how the tickets uh, the early tickets that we're going to allow a certain amount of early bird tickets available for this and then we're and then you know it'll go back to the whatever normal price it'll be and then we're gonna we're gonna try and sell day passes and anything else that you want to do people who want to come to this we want you to come and we'll do anything we can to make sure you can get here but the whole point of it is we do something that's heavily subsidized so it's it's a really amazing, astonishing weekend where you can just come. It'll be like being in a holiday camp, uh, but in a really good way, a yeah. good holiday camp. Um, watching movies, chilling out with people. There's bars on site. There's an old school um, bar that's part of the complex that you can just come in and out of all the time. Where even if you've seen a film and you're oh, I'm not in the mood for that, I'll chill out for an hour. It's all there for you. There's none of this uh, just sort of sat in a cinema watching films sort of vibe it's going to be a festival in every sense of the word yeah. so hopefully when we announce it all you'll you'll get on board with us and help us spread the word about this because it's our first one and we want it to be on every year and the more people come to it the better it's going to be is it not absolutely that's that's the way to look at it and so on that one i think we need to go to the news and yeah, we will be uh, back with you right after we find out what else is going on. Starburst Radio, winners of Best TV and Movie Podcast in the UK Podcasters Award 2015. She's the kind of woman few people know exists. Glamorous, popular, wealthy. The complete image of goodness and beauty, but devoted to destruction. They call her the Devil's Widow. She uses the oldest power on earth, the power to turn men on. First she drains them of their manhood, and then of their lives. The Devil's Widow, a jet-set enchantress who opens her arms willingly to the young men who dream of sharing her lonely passions. And when she's finished with them, she turns their dreams into hallucinogenic nightmares of death. See The Devil's Widow, starring Ava Gardner as the Mistress of the Occult. An American international picture rated PG, parental guidance suggested. When you meet The Devil's Widow, your nightmare begins. Starburst Magazine, issue 423. Available from a newsagent near you, or download to your tablet today. 
welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International, and I'll just deal with a few emails. And Loz says, just watched Deadpool. What a film. It has to be one of the best in the last few years. Have you reviewed it? Yes, we did it on the last show, yep. week before last. And Available on iTunes. Yes. What? Deadpool already? No. It's brilliant. Our... Pirate copy. <laughs> iTunes do pirate. That'd be good. iTunes, yes. Download the last week's last. Sorry, week before last, we had a a show where we reviewed it, and we were pretty impressed, to be honest. Yeah, spoiler. It was pretty. I I think it's safe to say I've not read a bad review about that film. No, no, I haven't read anything even remotely. um, But apparently, somebody messaged me that those clowns on the Guardian. Podcast. That, oh yeah. That, that posh, posh woman. That posh old lady. Oh, whatever. I don't know. If yeah. She's an old lady. She acts like one. Yeah, she's um, probably about twenty-one. Yeah. She apparently finds find, just it was a bit beneath her. I think that oh, I yeah. haven't heard it yet. I'm going to listen to it, and if it is as as outrageous as the Avengers: Age of Ultron uh, review that she did, I'll I'll bang a segment of it on the show next week yeah. because that was uh, that was quite interesting. Liam says, not sure what happened last week, but I heard a radio player. Are you back on every week now? Yes, we yeah. are on. We are actually on every week. It's just sometimes with us running a uh, magazine, these things go on. And this company, it yeah, it's unpredictable at times. And sometimes one of us, yeah, it doesn't allow for a few tech issues or someone being ill or someone having to go somewhere. And occasionally the plate's spinning. A plate, a plate drops, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and a plate dropped last week. But, but hopefully we won't drop any more plates for a while. Um, Alan Day, hi chaps. Yeah, better call Saul, Mike. I think you should as well if what you're saying a few weeks back is true. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, well, no. I got. I, I, why would I get him involved? I can have all the fun myself. We're taking this guy down, and he's got anyway. He's got his own segment on the show now. Yeah. That'll be good for them while they're transcribing it, won't it? Uh, David Geldar saying, hi, guys. A Doctor Who observation for you. Nothing to do with Moffat, you'll be pleased to know. Oh. That's all right, then. Oh, God, yeah. No, it, it it is. Once you mention that, although we have mentioned the surname now, yeah. once you even mention Moffat, everyone comes piling on. Yeah. It's like, oh, I've Too got something of, to say. Yeah. Oh, good and bad, you know. Um, the other night you were watching uh, the, uh, Horror Fang Rock uh, for the umpteenth time. It scared me to death as a nipper. In part four, Leela is taunting the Rutan in the lighthouse staircase. The Rutan says, we die for the glory of our race and then audibly farts. I can't believe I've never noticed this before and, I, and that it hasn't been mentioned in Doctor Who literature I have ever read. It's almost like it was purposely put in as a bit of a laugh. Also, the sworn enemies of the Rutans, the Sontarans, couldn't organise a piss-up in a brewery discuss. Right, the Rutan farting, I, d- I have seen that a lot, and I watched it. It was one of my favourites growing up, and did that really happen? Did it, that really happen? I, I, I can't wait to see this. Is squeaky door or something? Oh. Yeah, are you sure it's a bodily... Noise and it wasn't somewhere else. I, I will look. I want to see this now. I will find this. I will, will find this and if find it, out. If it exists, it will yeah. be around about here now. But it might not exist. It so. might not exist. Yeah, no, <laughs> it might not be available. I might, that, I might have to go out and buy a whatever and, and get it, or I don't know.
but yeah, that would be weird if he does do that. But the Sontarans couldn't organise a piss up in a brewery. Well, they don't win very much, but I've got to say, the Sontarans are good. I like them. I like the fact they're all clones. I like the fact they've got that probic vent at the back that if you uh, do a, a John Pertwee karate chop on, on the uh, die, and that's their weakness. I like stuff like that, and I like the way they looked. But, boy, they are the most inconsistent bad guys in the Doctor Who universe. I mean, the not even about their success rate, which is abysmal, because nothing ever works out for them. Even the Daleks here and there have a little victory or mm. something. But the Zontarans, they're just a bunch of chuckleheads, aren't they? I mean, they, they literally don't, they don't ever win. But it's got to be said that somewhere along the line, there's been something added to this mythology that wasn't there unless I've mistaken something and that is since when were they dwarfs when they were when yeah, were thought, they really little I because that was strange when, as well, when, yeah. when I remember watching the Time Warrior and I remember watching them in the two part Sontaran experiment when Tom Baker first came into it I remember watching um, the other the Invasion of Time and all that and they they weren't short in any way when did they stop t- sticking the tongue out as well yeah I know that used to always look like Buster Blood Vessel. Yeah, they were. They were. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I know. I get that there's been different prosthetics used to do them, and and yeah, the look of these guys, boy, it's variable. And in the two doctors, I was sort of embarrassed a little bit the way they uh, they were done in that. I mean, but I don't remember them being diminutive. I don't remember them being the the whole idea was that they're very, 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 very aggressive, but, but they basically they've they've turned them into the living embodiment of short man syndrome. Yeah. yeah. And and like the these short, angry people. Yeah. yeah. Who were actually fairly incompetent. Uh, yeah, but you see that that's where it falls down as well. Because if you that short, angry people, but they're the fiercest warriors in the galaxy, then that's so cool because you know that's the don't underestimate something just yeah. by its size oh, or the yes, way it yeah. looks or whatever. That's Which good. True, yeah. But you do make them angry little short guys that are useless, and then it it's kind of uh, you just need you just shy of having the Benny Hill music on then aren't you you know well it, that would bring Benny Hill music yeah in, so as the chasing be... the doctor with the Benny Hill music on that'd yeah. be great yakety sacks yeah that's it but what do you do I don't know maybe I'm wrong please somebody put me right were they were they supposed to be short uh, were they supposed to be really little because I just don't remember that at all and nothing I've seen and I haven't seen those for a little while because you know, you don't always get to just sit what rewatching and rewatching. Although, according to uh, Twitter, I think a lot of people only do that. Mm-hmm. They and don't watch any new stuff. They were they short in in John Pertwee's era and, and and Tom Baker's. I don't think they were. I think that's just something that Russell T Davis just sort of pulled out of the air. I yeah. think and and went. Oh no, they short. Are they? Were they? Uh, tell me someone, yeah. you know, and get bigger. You know why I wouldn't have made them short because it's too much like Humpty Dumpty, isn't it? Then yeah, a little bit, little potato men. Yeah, you know that's what I mean. Whereas it, it takes away from the fearsome nature, doesn't it? Yeah, to me. Anyway, that's my thoughts on it. What? It, yeah. Do you remember him being short? I, I don't they remember him being it. small. No, no, no. no. Like I say I remember the tongue. I remember that. You know, that's yeah. it. It's weird, isn't it? 
But anyway, have we got got some some other stuff coming up from our friends, haven't we? We have, we have. We've got the Horror Channel, our wonderful friends at Horror Channel. This weekend, there's two great films for us to to point out that you should be watching. One of them is a, a premiere, which we actually feature in the latest issue of the magazine because it is so good. Um, it's the debut film by uh, Paul Hyatt, who did the Howl, was it recently? Right. That did the festival run last year, mm. really successfully. Uh, it's called The Seasoning House. Right. And I did have a conversation with you about it when... when you I, have, and I When I moved doing the, the feature. And I... I did that feature, and I spent a lot of time on it, and there was uh, a lot of pictures to choose from to go in. And I've got to say this, I like the sound of it, and I, I haven't got to see it yet because it, because it's just been hectic here, but I'm hoping this weekend and into next weekend, while I'm working on the next issue, I'm going to catch up on some stuff. Oh, my God. I mean, when you're putting a something together this is a kind of process i'll just share with you when you're because uh, because believe it or not i'm not in starburst hq with a big daily planet globe rotating it, and, it I, and and then uh, after being here for two hours i get in a helicopter and fly off to starburst island and then come back when the magazine's finished and go oh thanks martin it's re- that's really good me me or me and him are, ser- are not i'll tell you something he does really no, he does no, no no believe me me and him we um it's a difficult week when it's it's deadline week but when you're working on so i, I do i do artwork and when i'm doing the artwork for these features the you get a feeling for what it is because of the, the sheer nature of the pictures that you're going through, the still images. Mm. It's like sometimes when we've got downloads and stills from trailers and downloads and stills from promo for, for previews, I can almost feel like I've seen the film yeah. almost by, before I've even watched the film just because I've composited that many images of it. And the seasoning house, oh, man, these were bleak images. Yeah, it is. It was, it's it, a it, very it, serious film. and looks uh, it. It's a testament to the young actor who plays the, the lead role. She's uh, Rosie Day. Rosie Day. She's amazing. She plays a deaf mute, and it's, essentially, it's based in the nineties in the Baltic region during all the, the civil unrest and things yeah. like that. And a season in houses mm. where young girls have been mm. taken for prostitution, essentially, yeah. and yeah. they're kept there under under duress, yeah. kept drugged up, kept yeah. you know looking mm. pretty for the, the soldiers. Mm. And it, it is bleak. It's it's not done for laughs. It's not done for exploitation either. Yeah, Dad, no, I didn't in any way think that that'd be funny. Well, that, yeah, I, that, I just, you know, reading the... There's, there's no... Uh, but it's not sort of like really going too far with what they show you. Yeah. So you, yeah. it's not salacious in any way. It's not, you know... It's grim, and it, but it's it doesn't go too far. But it's, it's far enough to sort of just... Mm get that inside you but she's amazing in it i just like the look of the uh, they've got a mat they, they talk yeah people talking about get a, a film where it's a cold nightmare of a movie where mm. they've got an atmosphere and and this looks really well shot it yeah, looks it? great it looks it, it's it, not too showy it yeah. doesn't go over overboard with the gore or anything yeah. like that it's gr- it's grim enough well but... the road didn't did it no road the road wasn't particularly gory it wasn't particularly offensive in many ways yet what a bleak it stays with you and yeah that, it stays that, that, with you that is something i can tell you this will as right. well so if you like stuff like the road and you like stuff to be a bit bleak this is a good one then yeah sean pertwee's in it and uh he's not doing his uh 
bad Cockney accent. Yeah, good because he can act, and it's it's offensive, isn't it? Mm. It's so stupid that, that he does that. Yeah. So no, yeah, so that's that's one to watch on Saturday night, quarter to eleven. It's premiering. Yeah, I want to see that. And that's on, great. On Sunday, a little bit earlier, a bit lighter. Mm-hmm. Jog's a bit older. It's nineteen sixty four. Roger Corman's Mask of the Red Death. Yeah. That's my pick for the weekend. It's great. And one of my favourites, isn't it? Yeah. And it's not, I'm not going to say Vincent Price, although he is absolutely one of my favourites. Patrick McGee. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guy, that guy, he's great. And whatever he's in, and anybody who doesn't know who he is, you do know who he is uh, if you're of a certain age. And the the guy turns up in everything Amicus, everything. uh, He's in a lot of Hammer. Isn't he? He's in. He's in everything I've of, seen of his a grave. certain era. You've seen his grave. Yeah. That's a great one to throw in, that, isn't it? <laughs> no, I mean that's a real downer. That's a real buzzkill saying that, isn't it? He's in the same cemetery as uh, as the Rosettis, but not Gabriel. Dante Gabriel. He's, he's in a different one. And what's his grave like then? It's quite plain. I but can't it's... fucking believe we're having this conversation. We've done this before, you named a whole podcast after it. I just, it's just so grim. Taffophile. I know, it's taffophile, yeah, (laughs) taffophilia. There's no place for it on radio. Of course there is. No, there isn't, because we're trying to talk, oh, the man's works and the world, that, I've seen his grave, I've seen his grave, I've seen, and and you don't, you don't even say, oh, it's a nice grave, you say, oh, it's a bit shit. It's not a bit shit. You did say it. There's nothing about it, you said. There's nothing special. There is some very special graves. Jeremy Beadle's got a great grave. It's in the opposite side of the the Jeremy Beadle? Yeah. What is it? it, Am I going to regret asking? It's like a bookshelf. It's with books on it. Why? What books? They were a man of of words, weren't they? Jeremy Beadle? Yeah. Beadle's about? Yeah. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. He's just round the corner from Sir Ralph no, Richardson. Man of Words. Man of Words. And Malcolm books. McLaren. Yeah. I just don't get this great literature um, link with Jeremy. I, uh, you know, game for a laugh, Beatles about. What did you want on there, a little and or something? No, I just, just, I don't know. The guy was just a, a cheeky twat on TV who did gags, <laughs> wasn't he? I mean, no, no offence. I mean that in a nice way. I do mean it on, in a nice way. I don't yeah. mean, you know, I'm just saying that I don't think great literature, oh, date, great, can't even say it properly tonight, great literature, oh, Great literary genius when I think, he, or, or well-read, or whatever. He I'm, probably I was very well-read, and that's probably why, you know. There is an inscription... And that's that, why he's on TV being a clown. Yeah. Literally being yeah. a clown, yeah. I'll have to try and remember what the uh, the inscription was. and we could, I can Watch tweet. out. I, 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 <laughs> watch no, out, no, I'm coming back. No, no, no <laughs> need to watch out, I'm no longer about. <laughs> what, 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 I, I shall I I tweet just, a picture out on the Starburst... Uh, it's just sick, isn't it? No. But like, anyway, why did you want to see Jeremy Beadle's grave? Why did you want to see his it's, grave? Because it's it's in the same. Because uh, it's there. Yeah. It's not an answer. It's in the it's same not. cemetery as as Karl Marx. See, I get why you want to see yeah. Karl Marx's grave, and if he had books, 
Yeah. He's just Have got a massive it, you know? head. Great. Yeah, I know. I've seen, <laughs> actually seen the grave because it's very well known. He's a yeah. massive head as well, mm. isn't it? He gets, that's, that's an impressive grave. But I'm just saying, you see a load of books there on as part of the motif. You go, oh, okay, fine. Beadle's about. No. Do you know that... Not Jeremy Beadle. That... that um, Good God. Karl Marx is virtually facing Maxwell. Oh, see, that's that in its in a way, it's quite insulting because <laughs> can I say Maxwell? Like a lot of time for mm-hmm. watching it and him and I get it, totally get it. But it's a bit of shit, wasn't it? The it, it, it dated. It was yeah, it's dated. If you had a guy do that now on Britain's Got Talent, what would happen? What would happen if a guy so came them, on doing a silly walk? <laughs> yeah, with silly walk with them tights, doing that weird chicken walk that he did with this crazy hair. Um, you'd yeah. just go, oh, that's, that's odd. Yeah. It's go like on, that, next, next. We've got chicken walk being you transcribed know. now as well. This is what I mean. This is, oh, dear. Chicken walk. Yeah, chicken walk's in the transcript. <laughs> but anyway, Mask wow. of the Red Death. Okay. Uh, classic Vincent Price film. It's cinematography by Nicholas Rogue. Mm. People forget that. Nicholas Rogue, of course, did Walk About, The Man Who Fell to Earth, mm-hmm. some amazing films. Mm. Uh, one of my favourites is in it, and it's not, it's really? not one, it's not Hazelcourt, not Jane Asher, Skip Martin. Skip Martin. He was the big, little dwarf fan. in Horror Hospital. Oh, right. Uh, anybody out there has not seen Horror Hospital? Yeah. Check it out, it's brilliant. Horror Hospital's great. Uh, wherever I've, I, I, I personally haven't elevated this gentleman quite as high as you have. He's, he's, and that's no fun. pun intended. Um, <laughs> he was also in uh, Vampire Circus, the Hammer film. Yeah. He's being exploited, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it, but I Which think. Which is good. He got work, didn't he? I think he enjoyed it. You're talking, you're talking for him. Do you know what I love about this? You think because he's a little dwarf that you can talk for him, don't you? Well, he's dead now. So That's I know. Doubly, you can talk for him because he can't <laughs> not say seen, anything. I've not seen his grave. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. That's one on my list I've got to do. Like, it is depressing though, isn't it? Because you, we don't want to think about it happening to us. Yet you go and see all these things from your childhood that all these people from your childhood and 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 then you you they get reduced to this oh this is how it ends look at this i saw uh, i have seen brian glover's grave as well oh god see that's really quite recent that one and all well, uh, well you know early 90s yeah um and what's that like then that's just a I can't slab believe of, i actually am it, it's interested. just a, it's a slab of stone just basically his name he's he's oh, just right. a little bit further up from henry mcgee yeah remember the guy who used to be with ben Hill? yeah 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 uh did the sugar puff adverts oh good god this where well, this is a proper it's a proper I could, I could celebrity a, cinema. Cemetery's not cinema. God. Well, this, this is Freudian a slip. That's a different cemetery, but there is. Yeah. You know. But what are you? You go into the one cemetery, or you have you got like a hit list? I've got a hit like list. Like the yeah. I Spy book. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ticking them off. I certainly do all the. Uh, a, a cemetery tourist. Are, yeah. are these just people that you tried to get an autograph off when you were younger and they were having none of it? So finally, <laughs> you're like, do a ah, rubbing. Ah, you can't get away from me now. I'm here. <laughs> I'll tell you who is yeah. in uh, the new side of Highgate with Karl Marx and mm. Maxwell uh, Douglas Adams. 
Oh, that's that, that's our ballpark. That brings it back. See, that's sad. Yeah. What's his grave like? That's quite plain. Pe- but it's quite good because people mm. leave stuff on top of graves. That's yeah. quite a respectful thing, apparently. Stones and things like that. Turds. <laughs> no. <laughs> you wait for Thatchers for that. Yeah. But, but, uh, did, Ooh, I say, did I say that's that? That's controversial. Did I say that? Oh. <laughs> but they, there's always um, you know pens and things like that on that one. And mm. towels. Mm. It's quite, you know... I've oh, seen, I, I get it, right. I've yeah, seen yeah. Sylvia Sorry, I'm half asleep. Well. Yeah, towels. Yeah, mm. of course. Bloody hell. I've got a list of them. I bet, I bet, I bet he's under there going, thinking, oh, God, it's another old. towel. What a yeah. dick. Go away. Yeah, so long. And thanks for all the fish. Yeah, no word. Well, so, I like, yeah, I, I like to think that. Yeah, I've seen the. What is it? Forest Hills or what is it? Forest Lawns oh, Cemetery. Yeah, the big one in the um, States. Yeah. yeah, I've seen some pictures of that. And what gets me is they, on them, they don't just say the person and loving father, loving whatever. I've seen some of them and they'll say something like, you know, um, some actor's name. And I've said, these are ones I've literally seen photos of. Uh, I'm not like you. I've just happened to have come across them. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, they'll they say stuff like such and such and it'll say, played Lieutenant Trag in um, TV's Perry Mason. And you've like, it's like someone's the, the, their agent hasn't told them they don't have to keep trying to get work, you know. It's like, that's the weird bit about it's... the American thing. They actually put such and such, and they go, played, the, and it's like a, it's like a little um, a little LinkedIn profile. Yeah. You know, it's well, like... There was a thing where people were going to put... Um... The you know them things that you scan, the little barcode things. Oh, you've got to you know, be kidding me! They were gonna you put, can't put them on a grave. They were going to put them on graves, and you'd have oh like a history of, of the person and things that's, like that. That's revolting. I will tell you, someone else who's in uh, Highgate, because oh. uh, that's where I was talking about, mm. uh, and he's got a similar grave to what what you're mentioning. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Schaffer. Oh yeah. Uh, who wrote Sleuth? Yeah. He wrote The Wicker Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, and on the back of his grave, yeah. he's got the sleuth logo. You're yeah. with the, so is, the is, magnifying glass. Is, this is what I mean. It's like you don't have to do that anymore. And you don't have to book any gigs. You don't have to make any I've not been there since, but he's also been joined in that grave by his wife, who played the schoolmistress in The Wicker Man, Diane Clear- Jesus. Clemento. Wow, it, you yes, don't yeah. get that very Clemento. often, do you, hey? A full house. Yes, yeah, so so that's uh, that's well, you are strange. Grave stuff. news. No, seriously. <laughs> can we have a can we have a bed for? Well, we've got two. We've got two now, haven't we? Yeah. God, what would I do use for a bed for that? What Ooh. would I have going on the? <laughs> <laughs> My God, no! You'd have to have it even sillier, more whimsical, even. But that's it. The... Uh, Highgate don't like you mentioning the vampire films and things like that because uh, Amicus filmed stuff there and yeah. Hammer did. When it was all overgrown, they don't. They've like that. got a cemetery. Of course, somebody did. Every se- if I owned a cemetery, I would. If if nobody filmed a horror film there ever, I'd be really offended. I'd be like, "Oh, what's wrong with my cemetery?" There is another you know? one across town where they filmed. Uh, of course, the, the the grave scenes in Theatre of Death. And they celebrate yeah. it. They, they... Well, yeah. It's, oh God, what do you mean? Is it going to put people off, is it? <laughs> Too commercial. It's going to put people off. They're going to go and get buried somewhere else. I don't think so. 
They want to be buried where the big boys are, don't they? And That's why it's it's like this. And the old side, because mm. one of them you can only go by tour, yeah. which is the one where uh, uh, Patrick McGee is in. Yeah. Uh, that's the one, and the one that's got the old lion tamer from from the zoo. Well, it, it was it was a menagerist, and a menagerist. Oh, what a menagerist! What is one of them? He had a menagerie of of animals. Oh, a, that's that's why he's got the lion. A, on. That's a word. Yeah, yeah. A well, menagerist. He might not say it right, but it's a, <laughs> a menagerist. Yeah, but in that one God is sakes. is that Russian spy that got poisoned? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god! I hope that's uh, yeah, it, sealed up. He's sealed apparently, double deep, and yeah, yeah, I would imagine. But yeah. he's got his picture on the grave because that's the style they do. So. Well, yeah, that's a very East European way. Yeah, yeah. If you go to, there's a, quite a modern cemetery. I don't believe this show. There's, you have dragged this so <laughs> what a buzzkill! This is the buzzkill <laughs> show. You know, it's like. It's been tech issues, <laughs> problems. I bet. Oh, never mind. Anyway, but I'm just it's saying. Right, I just send on this. I'm just saying. I that one. Yeah, you go to it, and there are a lot of Eastern European families that have got people there, and and it's quite extravagant. The the lengths they go to. You will have items of clothing. You'll yeah. have things. You love it. And, and, Not just a little windmill. And they do on Yeah, to me, it's a bit creepy sometimes. I, I find it a little bit odd. But I'd want a little video of myself. Yeah. I'm, Oh but I don't really you like. Take it one step further, haven't you? Yeah. I told or, you what happened with. with or a soundbite that when someone walks past, you go, "Oi, get off me!" Uh, I told you what happened with Brian, didn't you? Didn't I? Uh, that one, that that cemetery. That's our mate, our, who's only our age. He sadly, very sadly, got you know that many people who just get terminal cancer and they're gone in five minutes. I just have. A, I'm like a bloody grim reaper or something, mate. And um, he's he's there. So every now and again, me and him would go and we put some flowers on. But one on his funeral, he said, "Don't go flowers and all this crap. Just set off some of them magic lanterns." Because he was at my house and we were mm. setting some off, and he thought they were bloody amazing on bonfire night one year. Brian bought some, but he's always after set. Got to save money, hasn't he? So he <laughs> buys these really really dodgy ones that they're not round and, and looking normal they're like tall chef's hats yeah yeah and Power he bought them ones. yeah and they take absolutely ages to fill up with hot air before they then go and then they sort of shoot up and then lapse and lag a little bit and then go up again and they just don't quite do what the others do and we set one well, we'd um, put some flowers on on his grave tidied him up and all that and then we'd wandered and then we've set one off there and then it, we let go and then it started to just come down and come down and come down and then it caught on the branch of a tree and it tore the side a little bit and then it slowly started to come down and come down it landed on one of them graves and it set the whole grave on fire right and the grave next to it and all this stuff and the children's toys and all that was all going up I ran over and I just literally jumped on the grave and I rolled around because it had that lo- massive long leather coat on and I was using that to put the fire, the, all this stuff out. And then I'd done it. And then when I got up and we looked back and Brian come running over and we're like, Christ, it looked awful. It looked like they'd been vandalised. Yeah. Of course it did. It looked terrible. So then we realised what it looked like and then we, we just skulked off and then got <laughs> in the car and just drove off as quick as possible. So, you know, that's why you make putting all that stuff on the graves. It's not always a good idea. No, because there's always some buffoon like you. That not, my, I didn't buy them. I didn't buy them. I buy the, the nice ones, the good. They work, for starters, you know. 
In fact, you know it's gone on that long. We do without the break now, I think. Yeah, sure, I think we have a quick one. Oh, all right, we'll have a quick one. <laughs> oh, you're a funny one, aren't you? Yeah. Even even now, you manage to get your pink flute in yeah. always, don't you? <laughs> all right, we'll we'll stop now. We'll 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 we've had enough grave discussions for one evening. Yes. And, uh, the grave subject. I promise you, we're going to come back with something light-hearted and whimsical. We'll just try and think of what it is. Yeah, not a guarantee. <laughs> Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who. The Early Adventures, The Yes Men. No one home. No one anywhere, Ben. It's all very odd. You want to investigate. Don't you? Well, no bones broken at least. And, and we're in. The acting prime designate is on her way here with security. You'll be sent for full data extraction. Can you tell me how she died? Accessing data from CIB. Mekarvos's death was due to myocardial infarction. Oh. I'm back at Colloden. Ah, this time, different. Mekarvos's death was due to an ischemic stroke. Now, hey, let them go. The Prime Designate says that if we advance, she will kill the hostages. You've got to do something. We are following the data extracted from your brain. What was it that killed her? Mekarvos's death was due to malignant neoplasia. A city. A city under the ground. How long have you not been down? The city was established 12.8 years ago, citizen. She died of cancer, a heart attack and a stroke. Yes, citizen. We think you can teach us. We dissect the operative parts of your head. Bring the human. No, 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 wait. You, you don't need to slice me. Uh, look, I can tell you what you want to know. Hey, hey, hey. Big finish. We love stories. Starburst Radio. Winners of the best TV and movie podcast in the UK Podcasters Award 2015. Be grateful that we let you listen. When will man ever learn that when he pollutes the air and the water, he declares war against nature? American International Pictures presents Frogs, the story of the day nature strikes back. It was bound to happen, but why now? Why did these particular people on that particular island face this particular kind of slithering, slimy terror. C. Frogs, starring Ray Milan, Sam Elliott, Joan Van Ark, Adam Rourke, and Judy Pace. Frogs, an American international picture, in color rated PG. Frogs, today the pond, tomorrow the world. Is the alternative with Fab Radio. And welcome back to the final segment of Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And yep. and we've moved on from, from our previous topic. We've got a couple of emails. Gavin wants us to know, just so that we know, Adele won four Brits. I will say no more other than to agree with one of your emails. Wonderful station. I tune in every day. Best wishes, Gavin Price. Well, thank you, thank Gavin. Thank you very much. But, but that's very nice. And, yeah, what can I say? Yeah, she... Yeah, I don't know. It does nothing for me, to be mm, honest. Skyfall. 
<laughs> it was all right. I mean, it's just one of them. It even had the underlying. Bo- the last two of them, neither of them. I didn't like Skyfall theme. I didn't like the. Well, this that, new that, one's that, Oh god, that makes Skyfall seem like uh, genius mm. by comparison. But there you go. Uh, Doctor Who is ruined. I don't <laughs> think that's a fake name. Thank fuck that M is fucking off. Me? No. Moffat. Oh, right. So the, the, there you go, David. You, did, you, you got somebody to email in at least, eh? Um, and David Gaddard says, I think the Sontaran height thing was created by Russell T. Davis with the explanation that it was because they lived on a high-gravity planet. Yes. Well, I, that's a good explanation, but... They, at but, least there's an explanation, but why did yeah. that not happen before? Because they couldn't find short actors back then in the 70s and Poor 80s. Poor Skip Martin would have done it for He's nothing. He's one tall enough to be a Sontaran then. <laughs> Him. You can't, you can't mention him. Anyway, where, 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 where shall we go on to now? Uh, I have got a couple of tweets. If you want to cool. do that before, yes. Uh, both demonic, so yep. it's just the demonic show, basically. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool, really laugh out loud. Good. Mm. X Files brought me back in time. Mm. Entertaining, and he's just waiting for Arrow and Flash. Yeah. Plus, he also said uh, in issue four two one, page twenty nine, mm. top photo, the lady has something just under her chin. It looks like a weird emoji. Do, does he win a prize? Why is he so... Why, well, we'll have to have a look at that, because... If, if, if it's... What, have we balsamed up? Maybe Sean's done a little joke on us. What is... Okay, I wish we had the mag in here. Yeah, we should I, You should always bring it in, shouldn't I? Yeah. Um, but it's 421, we wouldn't have brought that one so in. Has it got an we? emoji? Yeah. 421. Right, we'll look at that. We're going to look at that, and if, yeah, if we might send you something, you never yeah, know. Yeah, you've got us. You've got us all, all ooh, on edge. Yeah, <laughs> there might be other stuff that we've not found yet. I know. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm worried about. Well, anything else? That's it, I think. No, no. I was just going to say one thing. I mentioned success of Deadpool earlier, and I'll just say one passing piece of information. It has just passed today, or I think day before yesterday, the half billion. Mark worldwide, but here's now that it's a lot of money and it is an amazing amount. But all the other movies that have done that or beyond that or the the Titanic amounts and all the rest have all done it on two hundred odd million dollar budgets. Yeah, it's done that on a fifty eight million dollar budget, absolutely, which makes it one of the most uh, proportionally profitable, possibly one of the most profitable, if not the most profitable movie ever made. Yeah, that's amazing. And, Cause, and, cause if you and go, to do that and yeah. still be fun is great. Yeah, yeah. To take a billion and odd, but you, you've you got a quarter of a billion as your budget, which some of these movies have, yeah. you're only getting four times your return. Whereas that, that's a crazy return, that. That's I, a crazy return. I reckon they, they've probably spent just as much on marketing as they yeah. have done on the film. Yeah, probably. Because all them little clips that he does, they're amazing. They're genius. They're, they're brilliant. He's got the one about checking your ball sack out. That was for, ace, for, for, for cancer it's just and you can't not you you can't he's taking the piss but it's actually worth a worthy thing that he's doing and well yeah you can't I mean, knock, it, knock it too much. i think that that it's stuff works better than than doing something really in earnest because yeah. you know give someone a laugh it makes them think yeah absolutely and you know that's that's good all right no so what what else have we got well to continue with that sort of theme since that was an r-rated film in the states we had a yeah. 15 because and it's done well yeah. and it's done well our rating in the States is usually a kiss of death, for, especially for these sort of films. It, it is, yeah. yeah. Uh, it didn't do James Bond very 
good when it got a 15 for the first time with Licence no. to Kill. They blame some of the fact it limited the box office on that because kids couldn't literally go and see it. Yeah, yeah. but the, I mean, it wasn't the first uh, adult-rated comic book movie. No, you know, Spawn and stuff. We've got Blade, we've got Spawn, we've got, you know... Mm. Blade but, did well. Yeah, Blade was the one that kicked off the comic book revival. Really. It did, and nobody else says that. It's only us yeah. that say that. Other people say, oh, it was, it was Marvel. Mm. And it wasn't Marvel. Marvel came along. Marvel had sold so- off some of their assets and saw that Blade was the first movie that, that it, it people... It got us that guy, and it got, yeah. you know, got people... It was basically it on did. DVD, it w- though, wasn't it? It, it did do well at the cinema, but it did well yeah. on DVD. Word of mouth for that movie yeah. was, was awesome. I just opened Fab Cafe, and it was the movie. Literally, within the first three months of being open, that bar, it was the movie that everybody coming in the bar was talking about. Yeah, because yeah. it is good. It's a hell of a lot of fun. Mm, yeah. It's well scripted, well scored. Mm. Yeah. Chris Christopherson in it. What else do you want? Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, but anyway, the the, uh, the word on the street is that there's, yeah, there's going to be more R-rated movies, comic book movies coming. There's going to be an R-rated version of Batman v Superman. But here's the thing: do you know what will be what the thing about that will be? The the R rating that De- Deadpool has got, it's still can I just say, and I'm, I'm not going to take up the remainder ten minutes of this sh- this show on some mad run, or maybe I am. Yeah, I you won't, will. I won't. Um, You'd, R-rated doesn't mean grim, no. doesn't mean po-faced, doesn't mean boring, okay? And I suggest... It doesn't really I, mean I, violence I, I'll or tell you sex. What, no, I'm going to say it as it is. It's, it's DC and their movie, their approach to these superhero movies sucks. They're useless at it. They don't know what they're doing. Maybe this, this Suicide Squad will work all right because the the subject matter of that does lend it to their it's, approach. Well, it's the anti-hero thing. It's yeah. anti-hero. It's, it's, it, it suits that. Their entire approach so far has been, oh, Dark Knight made money. We must do every superhero movie with the same thing. No, you, you don't because Batman is Batman and Superman is Superman and... The Flash is the Flash, and all these different characters are all very different. And and the, if you're going to approach it, yeah, R rating, R rating for Deadpool was it R rated because of the violence? A little bit. A little bit. Was it R rated because of the dark, bleak tone of it? Absolutely no. Absolutely not. No, it was R rated because there was loads of sexual innuendo and sexual overwen overendo, innuendo, yeah. Um, it had lots of violence and it had a lot of foul language, yeah? Mm. There you go. And But it was a light-hearted movie, even it, it, despite all that. It, it was, was a light-hearted, so light-hearted movie. Hearted. Yeah. Now, now this, by comparison, where they think, oh, we'll have an R-rated movie, we'll have Batman ripping people's arms off and, we'll do, and it'll just be po-faced. That's mm. exactly what they'll do if they do an R-rated superhero movie. And you know what? It's going to bore me. Bore me to tears watching it. We've you know? The... the the Marvel guys have done it, done it right on the uh, the Netflix TV yeah. shows. They're very sort of grim with the violence and things like that, but they have the lightness about it. And I've never they would laughed. have been R-rated if they I've were released. I've never seen cinemas. more violence, more pathos, more more um, more of a bleak tone, and at the same time turning it on its head. As in Jessica Jones, Jessica mm. Jones had some of the funniest laugh out loud gags I've seen on TV. Yeah. It was it was hilariously funny, as well as being brutal, as well as being really realistic and downbeat when it needed to be. And that's it. A, a true uh, auteur, a true talent 
can can weave in and out of the raindrops can give that and then take it away and then give you something to laugh and and it's like it's like torture you know where why does torture work you don't just relentlessly torture someone you don't torture and you burn and burn them then you put a bit of ice on them and let them give them the relief yeah and then you you do that and it's the same and i hate to use torture as an analogy for a good movie but it's the same (laughs) thing if you want (laughs) no let's about it no you want an oh jesus christ (laughs) no do you know i've got to go and see that next week yes i've got to go and see that because the venue that we're doing for the film festival wants me to listen to the sound system and they've got a screening of that on so i've got to go and listen to that that's not and a very good one to do because you'll no, be, you'll I be saying i can't hear the dialogue if i'm there <laughs> and, I, and i've got a load of students right giving, giving away giving, where it is not necessarily, because yeah. there's a lot of places like this, but this is the best one. Um, if if I have to be surrounded by students going on about that film and going on about the new Stroking the little the beards that they've only yeah, just I'm grown. Gonna just start killing them. You know, we probably won't have to use that place, because I, I just... Oh, now, anyway, right, I'm just saying, this R-rated thing, yeah, DC, yeah, of course they do. But here you go, DC don't know what they're doing. No. DC, and, and this film, you know, Batman v Superman, the one thing that people don't seem to be going on about. This is uh, as, as nicked a little bit from the Harry Potter playbook, a little bit from there. Marvel, after a decade, a decade of doing a load of films, and at the very beginning and the very first earliest movies that they put out in the Marvel Universe, they had a scene with Thanos, with all the rest of it, showing that it would be this, it would be a climax at some stage They've years down it. the line yeah but it there'd be along. a massive battle uh, and it would yeah, it would go interstellar and be very big not that uh, interstellar. not that interstellar and now they're doing a two-part avengers movie because simply they've got 10 years worth of movies to wrap up uh, to bring to a head yeah. a lot of the storylines that they've been telling across a load of different movies these clowns think they can do a version of superman that's a bag of shit that nobody liked other than people who like to chin stroke and pretend they're a pseudo intellectual and they then they'll go change it to a, another sequel that's somewhere else batman versus superman and then turn that into a two-part thing yeah and then here's the here's the kicker they're doing a two-part Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you do, You guys have not done the work. They've not done the legwork. To reap so, yeah, that. Yeah. It's like a guy, and he's gone... He's planted half as many seeds as the guy in the field next door, but he's brought all the heavy ploughing equipment out, and, he's brought, and he thinks he's going to get this bumper harvest. I hope that they don't do as well, because they don't deserve to do as well as Marvel. They haven't put the effort in to construct this universe mm-hmm. and all this all this cash chasing which is what it looks yeah. like oh we're going to do an r-rated cut of, of course you are you talentless twats you've you, you've watched deadpool make a load of money and it's gone ka-ching and that's exactly what happened after they lost they lost they made half the amount of money they thought they were going to make out of that dreadful dreadful man of steel movie and then they thought oh i know um, but, but Batman versus Superman. And you know, I'm not knocking this Batman aspects of that film. That looks good. I don't, still don't think the Superman bit of it's done that well yeah. from the clips that I've seen. And and by the way, it feels like I've seen the whole film. Yeah. I've stopped now. I'm done. Are you done? Yeah. It wasn't <laughs> 10 minutes, it was six minutes. That's all right, then. But apart from that. Yes, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, good. Good luck to him, you know. Good uh, luck to him. As long as they don't do it 
at the uh, expense of removing stuff that they should have left in in the first place, which was a bit of a thing for a while with uh, all these director's oh, cuts on, on DVD and Blu-ray. make excuses to have little violent like, scenes, that's all. Like the, uh, the uh, American Pie things and all that, the, the all-one-rated version, just because they've changed a word in the cinema version. Oh, well, that's, that's just a con. That always was. But yeah. I, don't, I don't get annoyed at them. I don't get annoyed at I them. do, because I want to see well, I don't get annoyed everything at, at first. Well, you don't, well the, the thing is, they want you to buy an extra copy of that, and that's a cynical whatever. And well, they, that, they, that... They're, not, they're not pretending to be anything other than they are. Like, there is not an American piney-verse, is there? You know, <laughs> there's not like a, a massive uh, a thing I would there, like to think in, in their universe, they're in the same sort of... Uh, yeah, S- syllabus as the Porky's guys. Yeah, the spin-off, <laughs> and then the American pilot may, uh, team up with what the uh, uh, what's it? The um, National Lampoon's yeah. Animal House lot. And yeah, they, 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 they do a, a, a like a team up movie like the Avengers. Yeah, but it's just people Where told from the party comedy goes movies. Wrong. Yeah, like teen movie team up. Yeah, um, no, they're not constructing a universe. So, so I'm sorry if you are trying to do this Marvel model. It's annoying me how DC think, oh, just, oh, we'll do that dead quick. That was it. No, it wasn't easy what Marvel did. No. And it wasn't. And, and it was I'm, risky. It because... was very much a gamble. They've and took a lot of risks with Ant-Man and things like that. They, they Even have. Iron Man. They have. They have not. I, Iron Man was a massive risk. Nobody knew what that was. Mm. Nobody knew who Iron Man was. And, and they, uh, these guys thought, oh, we'll do Man of Steel. And then later on, later on in the movie, I guarantee that those scenes where they had a LexCorp logo on here and a Wayne Corp, you know, Wayne Industries logo here <laughs> and all that. Wayne that was put, in that. that was, yeah, a lot of Wayne Corps involved in it. I did, the fact that they were all put in, I feel, at the last minute. Yeah. Because they've got their mass, massive, big... Push to go, oh, we got to get our DC universe established. Yeah. Well, you've done, they've done it on TV though. The CW have done a brilliant job, and this, that's the another crux of the problems. These are ignoring the one that's been established and is doing well. I know, and it takes. And we've the said piss. it before, yeah. <laughs> so they're even undermining their own spin-off TV shows, where like Marvel are not going to contradict. Anything that's gone on in Daredevil, Jessica Jones, no, Luke that Cage, they, and they all that. reference things. Yeah. They don't have to do it. Dead, dead They're not going to do anything overtly. Yeah. It's just you're not going to get another version of of Jessica Jones turn up in the Avengers movie. You're not going to get. It's all no. tied in. Whereas Agent these Carter's guys, the same actress, yeah, same this, that, and the other. All of it on TV. Agents of Shield. Everything. Mm. You you got you got. Um, What's it? Hemsworth's boots in 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 oh uh, yeah yeah in it and everything. What more can you ask for? Anyway, because we're running out of time, we will overrun slightly. I do apologise, but well, we weren't here last week, so we're, exactly. We're, so we've got uh, a couple of emails here. We'll just do these. Mike Mike Caldwell, Horror Hospital had Robin Asquith from the Confessions film. Absolutely. It? Why have you brought that up? He, he's <laughs> got, he won't calm down. Now. We're going to do an extra half hour now. You know, you don't bring him up with him. With him, he's Robin is a really nice bloke. He's he's oh, a top top man, so here don't slag him off. Yeah, what's his grave like? <laughs> he's not got one yet, fortunately. <laughs> oh, and when he does, it'll be wonderful. Yeah, don't you get? You're talking about getting him up and that. Don't play him this bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, he is a legend. I agree, Mike. Um, get him in uh, to introduce your festival and him there. Well, there you go. All see right, him. okay. That's that. Is seriously not out of the question. Because, you know, I've, I've met Robin a few times. He's a nice bloke. 
Oh, Kaz very saying, funny. Kaz is saying, as you've chosen to ignore me for 18 months or last for the final time, when are your picks going on the website? Fab Radio <laughs> International is getting... This is actually my fault this time. We were going to put our pictures on. Uh, Fab Radio International gets a new website in around about two months' time, something like that. It's being done at the moment, and there will be... We will have had plastic surgery yes. by then. We'll look yes. all right. Jane Eccleston says, I might love your voice. Thank you very much. It's, yeah. it's, 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 uh, it's been shouting a lot this week. It's a bit worse <laughs> for wear. Um, Harry Harrison, wouldn't have been right if, it di- if I did not email in, so here it is. Great show, glad you're back. Thank you, Harry. Thank you. And Davey, Dave Alstrom, if Deadpool is making that much money, where is the damn issue? <coughs> Excuse me. If Deadpool is making that much money, what is the damn issue with people who cannot afford to visit the cinema anymore streaming the film from websites? Martin. Oh, these, these people. Explain well, to him. Explain to Dave what's wrong. What What's wrong with it? Or what, See, I'm, why I'm they, they should be doing it. I'm 50-50. I think that sometimes things are too expensive and I get it. But yeah. I don't begrudge going to the cinema to watch a decent I, film. I don't see... I've never seen the point of watching a camcorder copy of a film. Not like that, no. I, I don't... Um, I, I have seen them in the past, and you just get heads in the way because you know we, we were brought up on pirate videos with bootlegs and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We you know about that. Yeah, we, we, we wouldn't have seen you know American Wheel in London before it came out, or mm. ET, or, or or the video nasties without the pirate videos. But I always had respect for the cinema making sort of process. Yeah, when when I used to watch the, I used to, I was pretty sad as a child. I'd, I'd watch the credits because oh, I God, felt yeah. like it was respect for them them people listen to the music and what's your credit for well it's three minutes and these are all the people that I, have just done this i was like Woody Allen, i wouldn't go yeah. in once it started yeah, yeah even at a young age but but they say deadpool's making that much money but it's a 58 million dollar thing you should be quite chuffed because it's way 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 less cynical than some of these other really commercial blockbusters that are so cynical that from start to finish you just know that the entire process was about getting cash off you. Now, some movies are done more about let's make some money so we can carry on making some of them. Mm. And this feels like that because Ryan Reynolds is a very wealthy guy. He's done an awful lot of films. He doesn't need much more. And But... What he did with this film, after he, he lost the... He wanted to play Deadpool, he always had it, was his favourite character. It's well known that. He was he begged for them to cast him in X-Men, Wolf, X-Men Origins Wolverine, and he was absolutely devastated with how badly they characterised him, how badly the movie was received by everybody, and that seemed to be it. And he was so devastated by that that he took his own money and paid to do that trailer that got leaked online that trailer was sent to the head of Sony Tom his name was I can't remember his surname but I know it's Tom because he even says hi Tom at the end of the Mm. trailer and then he saw it and went yeah that's gonna be great let's do it and that's why I'm quiet I've got a soft spot for Deadpool in that it feels more like the underdog 58 million is is not a lot in Hollywood terms for a movie like you're going to have 250 mil must have been spent on this Batman versus Superman part one. Yeah. You know, if you go on both parts, maybe even more. The the truth is, I think it's got slightly more heart than some of the cynical blockbusters. Yeah. Do you think? I don't know. It, it's, 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 it seems genuine. It seems it knows what it is. Mm. You know, and that is part of the character but, as well. But, but if you but 
there is an issue that he did that he does mention. If you look at what he said carefully, with pe- what's the damn issue with people who cannot afford to visit the cinema anymore, streaming the film from websites? So why why are they why should they, they be allowed to do it? No, I'm thinking that if you are genuinely people, the thing is when you are unemployed or a single parent or you're struggling or the rest of it, it does cost a hell of a lot of money. It so. costs it you. These things are cut off from your life. And they're important things as well. And what's taken care of, if you, say, sign on, you get benefits or you're looked after for six months while you're on the dole or you've just had a child and you're struggling or whatever, uh, if you're in a mess, your well-being's taken care of in that they give you enough money to pay some bills. They give you not, not enough money to properly live, but they give you enough money to take care of certain basics and make sure you're not on the street. But And sometimes not even that, but... What they never take care of, which wouldn't cost quite as much, is they don't do enough to let you have a little bit of artistic entertainment no. or some fun that makes life more bearable. They do, they'll give you a free or discounted bus pass. They'll give you some travel allowance, whatever. But but they won't like the government won't say, "Oh, I'll tell you what, we'll subsidise a free streaming service for people who are unemployed no. to watch a film." Uh, or watch whatever, and and that is a very valid thing that he says. There. I think the problem is, you get a lot of you never uh, get that. A, a lot of the studios and of which they all the studios, and it's the same with music as well. They're up in arms. Oh my God, we're losing all this money, mm. but then they were they're bigging themselves up. We've made this at the box office. Nothing tallies up that way. No, because they're not losing that much money if they're still making half a billion at the box office. No, no. I could get why they're upset. No one likes getting ripped off. No one likes, you know, the mm. stuff getting out there for free if they've done a lot of work for it and they've, you know. But well, there's seventy of us working on this magazine, yeah. Mm. And this week alone, last week's issue was on a Russian website that you could download for free. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that, should I? It was, well, it was anyway. It, there was a torrent up there, and you know, one thing I've not done, I've never taken legal action. Because mm. I don't, I believe people who love the mag or buy the mag, and people and who that's need the thing. to do that. Well, I'm and glad it's, and still the, reading the, it. The proof in a weird is in way, the pudding th- that people are still going to cinema. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and it's costing a hell of a lot of money. People with not a lot of money are still going to yeah. the cinema, and and they're still treating it as an important part of of, of what they are. Their social life. It, um, people thing, yeah. who love movies going to the movies is a big part of their identity as a mm. person because some of the films they see define who they who they are as a character but I think a lot of it is is it's pointed in the wrong direction as to what the problem is i think oh yeah definitely definitely and i think it's the same thing with the tv stuff if if everything was shown at the same time no one would torrent it no one would stream it no one would yeah. Well, the TV thing could be sorted out. That's mm. the annoying thing about that. People that are downloading episodes of this week's Walking Dead and, and, and Agent Carter or other things like that, they're, they're doing it because social media means that it will get spoiled. Mm. These are arc-driven shows with story elements now. They're not separate episodes. If you miss three episodes or four episodes or you're a month behind because we're behind the states, you will know what's happened. And and the there's there is that's why people download them because they can't wait they can't get them ruined for them so if, if we need to be same day this it's, needs, it needs to, to be, be day same and day and everything and yeah same as the cinema stuff mm. I mean I don't have a problem with the day and date releasing the DVDs no then you have a choice uh, 
what was it the the Ben Wheatley film a few years ago yeah, filmed yeah. in England yeah yeah you could go to the cinema to see it you mm. could watch it on film four for nothing yeah but it had adverts in it mm-hmm. or you could go and buy the DVD or Blu-ray all yeah. on the same day yeah it didn't you know break any records but it didn't lose mm. too much money but the thing is it it's there'll always be someone who wants to see these things at the cinema mm. you know not like some lunatic the cinema like release me, did you. quite well it was only on for a couple of days yeah. but you know people went and it was you know because people do want that experience well you know you get people like me they try and make a room that's a little cinema because mm. they want to they want to get that experience and that's in that's important to some people so yeah but no, I agree it's too much. But yeah, with with regards to uh, Deadpool, I've got a little bit, slightly more respect for it. With us going over a little bit, have you got anything last to uh, do? Or are we are we done? I think we've pretty much done. Yeah. Everything else would take a bit too long, I think. Yeah, just say one little um, big up for. It's not strictly a TV show that, that we would be covering, but Vinyl's a pretty good, uh, had a pretty good pilot episode. It's mm. it's pretty good. And again, I, that, I that's like one it. that was on virtually straight away yeah. over there. Yeah, it was actually, and and it's it's good. It's if you if you like Mad Men, and you're quite into your music and 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 stuff, that you'll love this because it's a period record company, 1973, all the the cool stuff going on, and it doesn't shirk away from a lot of things. I'll say something though, um, if I were Donny Osmond, I'd be fuming. It, they, they, oh, he is all the way through this pilot episode. Everyone's going on about what a jackass he is, how difficult he is to work with, and, and, and he must and, have been really young by then. Uh, yeah, he was young, but they're saying like, oh, he's a nightmare. Get and, and I'm thinking, God, Lord, you imagine listening to this and you're him. And they say some really dodgy stuff about what how he's treating people and stuff. And you think, how are they getting away with this? But I'm loving it. Similar to, it's they use people and artists in the same way that uh, Mad Men used like Lucky Strike and Coke mm. and stuff like that they, in the, it feels real because they're using real people and real yeah. brands and, it, and it's very very well done and the New York definitely looks like New York of 1973 it looks brilliant you know cool. so there's a lot of money gone into it and the first episode was directed by Martin Scorsese yeah. um, in the same group of people that brought you Boardwalk Empire and I've got to say it may not be everybody's thing this but it's definitely worth checking out just in case you do like it and I know it's on at the moment. Yeah, I've got you, it Sky Plus, I've not had a chance to watch it. Yet. Yeah, I think you'll like it. I think the first one's quite a long one. It's a pilot, a proper classic pilot episode. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it's not too bad. So if you've got any spare time, yeah, you could do worse than uh, catch that. And yes, that is the music. So we've done all the graves, we've done all the new shows yeah. and everything. And uh, maybe next week I'll get to, to talk about how well the DC TV universe and it's a movie first then isn't doing, and because yeah. it is, it's doing really well. We, we touched on it a little bit, but you yeah. know, I'm sure there's more you can say. Definitely. But anyway, thanks for being with us tonight. And I've been Mike, and he's been Martin, and we will definitely be seeing you next week.
Because of history To be found In legends of time All the handiworks remain Only dream away Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Starburst Radio is sponsored by Arrow Films. Check out the latest releases on arrow.co.uk. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion. Like the hair. Thank you. <laughs> it's lovely. It's mint. Yeah, it's quite minty at the moment. It kind of Every time I wash it, it changes colour. It's good. Why the, why the hair change? Is that to celebrate the new album? Uh, no, it was just a very impulsive decision at the end of last year. I don't know why. Seriously, I have no fucking idea what is going on here. This has just come on. They're talking about hair lotion. Um, the show started again. I mean, I don't know what I say at this stage. I mean, I try. Me and Martin, do we not try? We try. We try. We're going to go. We're going to go now. We definitely are going now. But who are these people? Who are these people? What is she talking about? Did you see them coming? No, this is a pre-recorded show and we're part of it. No, let's have a listen a sec. What are they saying? Um, yeah, it was a. I wrote it um, sort of yeah, early 2000 and what would it be? 2013. I can't remember the year. What is she talking about? Um, it was one of those ones where I spent a while working on the guitar part and then. Um, realised it was quite Oh, she's been working on her guitar part. Right, we'll just get out of it. Right, I, I'm just trying to turn this station back on normal. Yeah. And Marika Hackman. Oh, here's a bit of music. Oh, All right. Anyway, we'll we'll uh, leave you with whatever the hell this is, and we'll see you next week. As in dreams. Did you hear?